Welcome to another edition of the Second and Goal Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host here with you as always. And in today's show, I'll be reacting to week 16 and giving my week 17 waiver wire picks, deep waiver wire targets that are rostered in 10% or less of ESPN leagues prior to waivers running. And guys, it is here at last. We've arrived at Fantasy Championship Week. So these waiver wire picks should be extra good to help you out help you win a fantasy championship this week make sure to check out the episode tomorrow as well previewing week 17 previewing the championship week it is time and yeah i'm super excited i am in a championship in my main league ready to go ready to get that win and i'll help all of you guys do that as well we'll react to the week first and then of course the waiver wire picks going with deep waiver wire targets again going beyond the surface level guys and uh, finding you people that you can use to get the extra edge on your opponent uh, in the stadium or in the um, excuse me, I was looking at a text in the championship matches in your championship matchups. So uh, yeah, that should be good. So make sure to check out that show. Follow me on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF at SGF Pod for the podcast. And yeah, check out my broadcast. Download the Colorcast app. Follow me at Calvin SGF for NFL, college football broadcasts, all of that over there. So yeah, let's get started. Let's hop into reactions first. All right, so these are the players who did well and who did not in week 16. The quarterback one on the week was Joe Burrow. Burrow had 525 passing yards, four touchdowns. He went off against Baltimore, and since he kind of ran up the score against Baltimore, helping Joe Burrow, he's a great player and can be started. Uh, Dak Prescott, the quarterback two, lock him in your lineups, 330 yards, four touchdowns. He went off against Washington. Josh Allen did as well. Zach Wilson had a long 52-yard touchdown run. That got, brought him to quarterback four. You can't really start him, but uh, he had a good week. And then Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers as well. Busts on the week. Derek Carr didn't do too well. You've got to – he's matchup dependent. It's tough to decide often for him uh, whether you want to start him or not. And You, you kind of have to just take a look at uh like like i mean his past games where he's been inconsistent and lately the raiders haven't been scoring as much either so Derek carr not the most reliable start against the colts this week so i would be a little nervous if i had him in my fantasy championship matchup baker mayfield was a bust this week as well same for him i'm not starting baker mayfield either um, let's head into the running backs for the week. The RB1, Justin Jackson, 64 rushing yards, two touchdowns, eight catches for 98 yards. He filled in well for Austin Eckler. So if Austin Eckler misses time again, Jackson should be locked in your lineup. Joe Mixon was the RB2. He's great. Rex Burkhead, the RB3. This is might be a guy that you can potentially stream, add off the waiver wire if he's still there, although he may not be. 149 yards, two touchdowns against the Chargers. So he is a potentially streamable option for next week, especially with this offense moving a little more with Davis Mills. Damian Harris picked up three touchdowns, put him in your lineup. Same with Nick Chubb, of course. Then Chase Edmonds actually did pretty well. He's a little bit more inconsistent with James Conner, so a bit of a risky play. But if you're counting on that passing upside, especially in a PPR league, that's pretty good. Then David Montgomery should be in your lineups as well. And Sony Michelle, especially with Daryl Henderson now injured, and, uh, I mean, I don't expect a ton from Cam Akers. I, th- I still expect Sony Michelle to be the starter this week, even if Cam Akers plays. We'll talk about Akers in just a minute. Busts on the week uh, for running backs. Let's look here. I mean, it was uh, Duke Johnson. Uh, he was one of my bust picks last week. Came crashing back down to earth after his huge week. Miles Sanders didn't do much, surprisingly, because the Philly just didn't run the ball with him as much. But he now has he's also now out with a broken hand so i guess he got that hurt during the game so i mean that's why and he came out early um and yeah other than that 
Uh, yeah, those were the running backs. Wide receivers. The wide receiver won on the week, T. Higgins, supported by Joe Burrow, 12 for 194 and two. Devontae Adams, 10 for 114 and two. A.J. Brown did great as well. Isaiah McKenzie, the wide receiver four, can't really trust him yet, but 11 for 125 and one against New England. Then Debo Samuel, nine for 159, lock him in. And Amon Ross St. Brown has had a good break breakout as of late too. Lock him in your lineups. Don't start Byron Pringle. This one performance was a fluke without Travis Kelsey, six for 75 and two. He's good, but not consistent enough. And I mean, it's sort of a one game uh, wonder there. Jalen Waddle, 10 for 92 and one. He's been very good. So keep Waddle in your lineups. Um, checking on busts on the week on wide receivers. Uh, I mean, looking at it, Tyler Lockett, three catches for 30 yards, came crashing back down from his good performances, as he always does with inconsistent weeks. Adam Thielen, Terry McLaurin didn't really produce. D uh, Terry McLaurin's now a guy to be concerned about, and I don't think I would start him in your fantasy championship because he has been struggling lately. So don't start him against the Eagles. Um, and Thielen, I think you can. He's coming just off a down game. Lockett, I hope you didn't draft him. Like I said, he's just too inconsistent. But, I mean, if you want a high upside play, I guess you could start him. Tight end one on the week is Mark Andrews. With Kelsey out, he easily retook the tight end one spot on the year. Dalton Schultz, the tight end two. Gerald Everett, the tight end three. He's had a nice breakout lately. He's a streamable guy. And then Kyle Pitts, over 100 yards, was the tight end four. Busts on the week, um, not a ton to look at here. I mean... I guess we have Rob Gronkowski who only had one catch. That was surprising. I think he's a guy that could have a bounce back next week for sure. A little tough to rely on him. George Kittle, I think, will bounce back after just his two-catch week. But, um, yeah, if you need a guy, either of those can be started, especially George Kittle, who should be locked into your lineups. All right, let's head into waiver wire before we wrap this one up. These players are rostered in 10% or less of ESPN leagues prior to waivers running. Number one guy, Jordan Howard. If Miles Sanders is out, well, Miles Sanders is out this week, and Howard could come back from his stinger injury. If he does, the Eagles have been running the ball more than any team, and so he can get in there. Uh, number two guy, Trey Lance versus the Texans. Both of these guys, Howard, you can definitely stream off the waiver wire, and he's rostered in very few leagues. Trey Lance as well could play. Jimmy Garoppolo may not start, and Trey Lance gets the Texans with that rushing upside. I love that matchup. I might be streaming Trey Lance in my fantasy championship week, depending on whether I got him on waivers. So I'm really hopeful for that as well. I mean, those two guys still pretty uh, deep. I mean, deeper sleepers. But if you need some really deep ones who are still definitely available, go check out Zay Jones, who is facing the Colts. And that's a tough matchup. But he's taken a lot of the Hunter Renfro role as of late. Six catches, six catches, five catches each of his last three weeks. Seven or more targets in four of his last five games. He has been great. Not scored a touchdown yet. But I think, I mean, he could have a chance to do that as well if the Raiders score more points against the Colts, which I think they're going to have to. Cam Akers, he's rostered in 11.5% of ESPN leagues. He's, I don't know, him and Keyshawn Vaughn, who is next, he had a good game, and Keyshawn Vaughn's facing the Jets, are more desperation plays. So if you need one in your fantasy championship week, you can have it. But, I mean, they're more desperation in terms of if you really don't have something, which would be surprising for a fantasy championship team, but I figured I'd include them because COVID and stuff can ravage squads. So either of them can be picked up as well. And, of course, anyone who is glaringly obviously sitting on your waiver wire who shouldn't be, go grab them as well. Be smart about it. Steal the defense from your opponent. Go pick them up and don't let them stream them. Thank you guys so much for listening. Follow me on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF. That wraps up the show at SGF pod for updates on the show. Go check out my streams on ColorCast at Calvin SGF. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good luck in your matchups. You get another episode tomorrow. 
I apologize for the late release of this one. I figured I would do the, the deep waiver wire format again. So it's, I guess, not technically late. It's just the Wednesday, Thursday format for this week. Thanks, guys, for listening. I'll see you next time.